Hello, I am your host Sarah and this is insane. Now pretend you can hear some funky music fading out. I'm going to get around to learning that. So I am a third year PhD student at the University of Aberdeen studying mindfulness according to Islamic teachings and its role in the enhancement of psychological well-being. And that's just posh for exploring what is it that makes us humans happy from an Islamic perspective. And when I started this research, I thought that the Islamic perspective would be very different from any other perspective. But in fact, I found it to be very similar to a lot of Far East philosophies on well-being and peace. And of course, also similar to things found in sort of Christianity and Judaism as well. And so I was taken aback by how unifying this subject is, that this question of what makes us happy is a very human question. In essence, what we're asking is what makes us human? And our answers are very similar. Our grievances are similar. Our fears are the same. What keeps us up at night is the same no matter what gender, what religion, what geographical space you occupy, no matter what ethnicity you are from. The same things keep us up at night. And we find peace and happiness and inspiration from the same things as well. And it's a very unifying subject. And it's deeply personal and profound. But at the same time, it's the thing that you have most in common with your fellow human. And so it really is um, a subject that's worth looking into and exploring. And the Insane Project seeks to do that, explore this subject, but from a very spiritual perspective. Because there is a lot out there already in the context of mindfulness on well-being. And I think we all are familiar and very aware with what books we should be reading and what food we should be eating and what exercise and how much exercise we should be doing to ensure that we enhance our psychological well-being. But there isn't a lot out there in the mainstream about where the spiritual aspect comes into this. And I think in order for something to be effective and to have optimal effect it must be wholesome so this discourse on well-being has to include spirituality and if it is to include spirituality then it is to include some things other than those that engage the mind and the body it must include aspects that engage the spirit or move the spirit like when like nature when you're outside and you see a beautiful view, you feel a sense of peace. When you hear an inspiring line of poetry or beautiful lyric, you're also inspired by interactions around us, acts of kindness, acts of strength and acts of courage. And therefore, in order for a system to be truly effective in bringing you peace and happiness, it must include 
the spirit as well. And so that's what we're hoping to do through the Insane Insane project. Now you may be thinking, so why would you call something an initiative that is meant to bring you peace insane? Are you insane? Please say no. I am. I am a little bit. I think we all are. I read a really nice quote the other day by Edgar Allan Poe. He is an American writer from the 19th century. And he says, I became insane with long intervals of horrible sanity. And I think we can learn a lot from Edgar, from embracing our moments of insanity. And I say this because throughout my research, I have come across studies that show that a lot of people, the majority of people, will not seek psychological, professional psychological help in moments of psychological stress or trauma because there's a lot of stigma associated with mental health and out of all the communities the Muslim community is the most adverse to seeking help because of the stigma that exists within our communities so calling it insane is a push towards embracing this word I think no matter what culture and what belief system we belong to and what society we belong to, we as humans, we have an anxiety towards losing our minds. I think we all have it deep down inside. We feel like our minds are fragile and when we're confronted with moments of darkness or of suffering, we're really scared about being sucked into this moment and then losing our minds. So what we try and do is block it out and not think about it out of fear that it may drive us insane. We say it all the time, I think I'm losing my mind. Oh my God, I'm going mad. And it's a genuine fear that we all have. But perhaps if we view it in another way, in that this moment or these moments of insanity or we feel like we're not in control is actually part of being human. That there is a mixture of sanity and insanity within us. We are all a bit mad. I mean, there are moments where you sat down and you think, oh my God, I'm crazy. Make sure no one finds out. I think we all, we all have done that at one point or another. And I think we should learn to embrace this bit of craziness because some good can come out of being bold enough to accept things that sound crazy. The prophets of God were called crazy when they came with their message. Um... There's a famous song that it was, I think it was an advert, it said we all laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the earth was round. And we all laughed at Edison when he created sound. 
So, you know, perhaps all bits of genius start with insanity or being able to accept something that people or even yourself think is a bit crazy. And I think if we connect it to mental health and well-being, you know when you have these moments of complete darkness and suffering, there is a small voice inside you that tells you, hey, just hold on, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And it, it gives you hope, but you refuse to take it because in this secular contemporary context, you're not to believe anything that you cannot show by way of evidence. And this evidence has to be numerical or it has to be touched and it has to be seen, otherwise it's not accepted. And so it's very hard for you to accept this feeling of hope in the midst of this darkness where there is no evidence that your life will change and be better. So I say embrace my people, (laughs) embrace insanity, especially in those moments. Embrace the crazy idea that everything will go your way and everything will be okay when there is no reason but being crazy to accept that and accept it and let it take you out of your darkness a lot quicker than you would usually. Just one more thing with the logo. If you are familiar with Arabic, you would have noticed that if you look at the logo, I'm hoping that you'd notice that it also spells out insan. Now in Arabic, insan means human. And the literal meaning of the word insan is he who forgets. And this ties in very nicely with the concept of mindfulness. So mindfulness is being aware and present in the moment and the opposite of mindfulness is forgetfulness and is this god is saying to us your default is to forget is to forget the reality of life is to forget that everything is going to be okay that everything is in god's hands and so this can take you into insanity being insane quite literally And so perhaps man's biggest sort of block to becoming happy is his forgetfulness. So these are the concepts that I hope to be exploring with you in the coming days. And I hope that we can do it in a way that's engaging, enlightening and gives you strength because this is a very deep subject and it can get dark at times because some of the truths are very hard to take in but we can do this together and on that fighting note I have to love you and leave you this has been insane and until next time I wish you nothing but peace and happiness